Hello and welcome to The Origins of Fairies, a podcast created, researched, written, produced, and hosted by Rachel Welker. So to start off the first episode of season one, I'll give an introduction to the podcast and to myself as well. So for episode one, we'll be focusing on the introduction to fairy lore with its vast and complicated range. Um, Specifically, we'll be looking at Celtic fairy lore in this season, especially the Irish side of things. And from there, we'll be looking at the origins of fairies according to their own creation myths. These three myths that we'll be looking at cover the Tua de Danon, the spirits of the dead, and rejected or fallen angels. We'll be covering these three topics across the next two episodes, and today's, like I mentioned, will be an introduction. Now, a little bit about me. I am Rachel Welker. I am a Brigham Young University Idaho student studying English literature. I want to be an archivist one day, and the goal is to work with rare books and historical artifacts. Preservation, research, digitization, all of that stuff just sounds like the bee's knees. Um, To prepare for that and grad school, I am working on an extracurricular research project with the guidance of my faculty mentor, Jacqueline Harris. In this project, I've been researching fairy lore for a few months now. And instead of writing a boring old research paper, I'm making a podcast so that the information is more accessible for everyone interested. Now, there's my connection to fairies. I've loved them since I was a little kid, dating all the way back to the Pixie Hollow games on Disney's website. I loved making the fairy avatars, characters, playing the games, which I don't even remember what they were anymore. But I remember the feelings I had and how happy I was and ecstatic just to play pretend online and explore the world of fairies. As I've gotten older, I've gone deeper and deeper into fairy lore, and after several late nights digging on Wikipedia's rabbit holes, um, I found myself especially entranced with the stories of the Tua de Danon. This led to researching them officially for my research project, as well as the connected origin myths. Now, my citations, which I mention a lot of them by name in the podcast, but for specific pages, any specific references, you can find my full works cited page in the podcast notes. I'm going, also going to make it a little disclaimer. I'm American. I have no connection to the Irish or Gaelic languages, and I've learned how to pronounce everything from YouTube videos. Now, I've tried to find people who, who are Irish who are pronouncing these things. That being said, because of different accents and different dialects and old, middle, or modern Irish, it all gets a little complicated, and I hope I'm going to be consistent but I thank you all for your patience with this, especially for those of you who know how to pronounce these words correctly beforehand. So to get into fairies. Fairy is an umbrella term that traces back to the Latin word for fate and the mythological fates of Greek mythology. Now, we know these three ladies as the ones who controlled people's lives, and each life was represented by a string. When the string was cut, the life ended, and the word for fairy the word origins for fairies traces back through vulgar Latin, then Old French, and finally into Middle English, where it varied in spellings as it continues to do today. I got all of this information from the online etymology dictionary entry for fairy. Now, as far as the umbrella term of fairy, many beings fall under this name, from elves and dwarves to leprechauns and pixies. In this podcast, and specifically this season, we'll be focusing on Irish fairies and some other Celtic influences. That means we'll be ignoring the Germanic and Nordic influences, like elves and dwarves, at least for now. So what is a fairy? The way I define it is a creature that lives in another realm, often called fairy, spelled F-A-E-R-I-E, 
is also referred to as Otherworld, or if you're looking at Scottish lore, Elfame. That's E-L-F-A-M-E. Now, side note here, one of my favorite authors is Holly Black, a YA literature author, and she wrote an awesome trilogy called The Folk of the Air. It takes place in her version of Elfame, and The Cruel Prince, the first book, is one of my favorite books I've read, and the whole trilogy is amazing. So if you want to look more into fairy lore in a fictional setting, I definitely recommend checking out Holly Black's The Folk of the Air trilogy. But to describe Otherworld in traditional lore, it's a realm that may not be tied to any set location. In some myths, it's accessible by sea, and in many, it's accessible by entering through the hills and the fairy mounds, but we'll cover more on that in episode two. Lisa Mattel, um, a fairy scholar, writes of Otherworld in Michael Osling's fairy lore anthology, Fairies, Demons, and Nature Spirits, Small Gods at the Margins of Christendom. In this essay, she describes a place that's a beautiful haven that is overflowing with food, with drink, with perpetual music. It has perfect weather, and of course, it has fairies. She continues and describes these fairies by saying that they preceded religion, would outlive it, and that they could see everywhere. And not just that they could see everywhere, they could see everything everywhere. A quote to emphasize this is from Jeffrey Gantz, and she used it in her essay, This quote comes from early Irish myths and sagas. It reads, quote, We see everyone everywhere, and no one sees us. The darkness of Adam's sin prevents our being discerned, end quote. So unlike fairies, humans only see earth and the ordinary mortal realm there. In addition to living in in Otherworld, fairies tend to range in size and shape, but they typically resemble humans. With the origin stories that we'll discuss, this makes sense. Their magic system is often referred to as glamour, and in Celtic lore, it allows for them to manipulate appearances of both themselves and objects. The classic example of glamour is that of fairy gold. So let's say you go out, you meet with a fairy, and they repay you for something you did for them. They give you fairy gold. You go take it to the bank a day or two later, reach into your pocket to get it, and all you find are sticks and leaves because the fairies glamoured the little dust of the earth to be gold, but only for a temporary time. So lastly, where do fairies come from? Now, the origins of the mythology come from all sorts of places, whether dreams or hallucinations or folklore in general, but we're going to be focusing on the creation myths in that mythology. So the first topic I want to discuss is the Tuatadannin, who are mythological warriors who purportedly inhabited Ireland back during the time of the Trojan War and after. Next are the spirits of the dead, specifically those of passed on loved ones or those who are, never, are pagan and never received saving rights. Now, again, a disclaimer, pagan is used in this podcast to refer to the people who once inhabited Ireland before and during the conversion to Christianity who did not believe in that god. And then lastly, we have rejected or fallen angels. During the war in heaven, not everyone picked a side and the neutral angels got kicked out. Some made it to hell, some didn't but the ones stuck on Earth apparently became fairies. So this has been a little bit of a short episode, but that's the introduction to me, to the project, and to the podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back with the next episode, which we'll, where we'll cover the Tua de Danon and their connection to Irish fairies. Thanks again.